So 2020's been a pretty horrible year yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Remember, there's been yeah. a pandemic. Mm. We had murder wasps. Mm. Don't know what part mm. they played. They've disappeared. Cancelled anime mm. and events, of course, as well. Yeah, but uh, you know, this month hasn't been too bad. Yeah, absolutely. This anime season turned out to be so good. Oh well, I mean, yeah, there's that. But uh, mm. Japan finished its one-to-one scale Gundam robot. It's partially what? operational. What? Oh my god. Yes, that is now a thing. I didn't have kaiju killing giant robots on my October bingo. Did anyone have that? Oh yeah, me. Uh, that, that sounds about right. Okay, let's launch the Gundam. I mean, Ava. Ava launch! Tetsuo! Ganida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Configure the language logic interface for Japanese. Wi-Fi. 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 Yes, Kanichiwa, and welcome to another episode of Wi-Fi Radio, the Hello. podcast where you look into the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co-hosts, Kenny and Loz. Yo. Yo. Well, we're back again. It's in the studio. It's time for another season in review. And um, but before we do get into that, there's a few things we need to talk about yes. as responsible anime reviewers. As yes. responsible Res- anime Responsible. We're, we're adults. We're adulting. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a such a great adult. I know exactly what I'm doing. I keep turning microphones on and off, and that's you know, that we we have a first we have a fancy new desk. Fancy so new desk. That if, Your if microphone swings. It does. It's luxury. I want a swinging microphone. <laughs> you got a new microphone. You got new technology. And it also means that our audio quality will be much nicer. You won't hear any of that for, for some of those audio files. You wear the headphones. That dull hissing that we have at the bottom range. That's gone. Yeah. Which is uh, nice. No, no, no! Don't recreate it, Lars. <laughs> um, on, on, on the anime front, on the anime front, let us talk about serious business. Serious business. Fruit Basket is coming to an end of its second season. It is. Everybody cry. Um, yes. So I just want to just quickly touch on Fruit Basket before we go into talking about the full season review. Mm. Um, it's not something that we're going to discuss in length for this particular season review, but I will make everyone talk about it for another episode. Yes, because. Uh, I, I could just chain you to the desk and then just make you watch Fruits Basket and then join my fan club. Anyway, yes. Fruits Basket is coming to an end. It's got two episodes left um, and this is season two. It's not the end end. We still have at least yeah. another season of content at least. At least. Maybe even uh, like two seasons. We'll see how we go. Or a season in a film. Oh, six seasons in a movie. Yep. But yeah, we'll see how we go. Um, but yeah, this season has been wonderful. There's no better time to sit down and watch something and just completely blast through the whole season mm. and binge it all from season one to season two. It's a perfect time because particularly if you're someone who's never really thought Fruits Basket would be interesting because it looked too childish, maybe too high schooly or too tropey or whatever. The way that season two takes the story, and obviously the manga as well, mm. is just into a much darker area. It's full of drama. It really just goes hard on very emotional topics, and oh, it yeah. is just so incredible. So please, uh, especially try if you're it comparing out. this to the original adaptation, Absolutely. this digs a lot deeper. <laughs> Sorry, Studio Dean, in the bin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's <laughs> that's, that's a my bit harsh. I mean, look. it was good for its time. Sure, it was good for its time. Anyway, well, from, from a basket of fruit to a basket of magic. Kenny, why did you watch Lapis Relights? I gotta tell you, I don't know. <laughs> it was it was in my files. Look, it's 
I love a setting which has interesting world building. I like magic. Yeah, exactly. And this one has magic and it has magitech. Mm, I am a sucker a... for sort of like that merging of technology and science, magic, magic and then energy. Idols. I, c- I come from a like a background of playing a lot of Final Fantasy games, so that is my stuff. Mm, it's mm. your jam. It is. It is my jam and my marmalade. Yes. But <laughs> this tries to be idols. It's sort of like a cross between an idol anime, kind of sword art online background kind of mm. setting. And uh, Azamanga Daio, if you remember that. What? That's a very strange combination. That sort of mind-numbing inconsequentialism. Oh, okay. How it just sort of means nothing. I mean, I watched a, f- a couple of episodes. I think yeah, I only same. watched the two. And I loved the world building they were doing, but I just never went back to it. It was... Uh, it's very placid and it puts uh. you very much to sleep. It's like watching... Stakes are medium? Stakes are medium to just... Non-existent. <laughs> Some, someone has eaten the steaks. Oh, there's no steaks. What a shame. Yeah, there are so no it's steaks. kind of just like kind of like a, a nothing anime with no real plot. There's but then there's idols, and then it's like you could have just had no magic or just no idols mm. and just done one of those things right. There's a whole thing where their class group might be expelled because they all have consistently low test scores before this one girl shows up. And she joins their group because, you know, they seem nice to her. But that's episode one. Like, if that was the whole plot, going through the whole thing, and they had to get better, and they work together with their idols and their magic, and that's how they learn, and friendship is built along the way. And there's idols in the background. This is also the idol equivalent of Onoa clubs being shut down. (laughs) Kind of. Oh, no, no, the school's being shut down. Oh, the club. (laughs) We have to make sure we get more members. Our team's being shut down. I don't know. I feel like someone looked at my, uh, what what was it, Little Witch Academia, Mm. and said, hey, we can make that sparklier. So what if we made this an idol anime? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so uh, I I watched five episodes of that. I uh, if I had to give it a test score, I'd refuse. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just it's sparkle, sparkle out of magic. Yes. Yeah. That's Oof. yes. Right. <laughs> well, like if I had to rate Fruits Basket, it'd be like twelve out of twelve Zodiac members. So there it is. Yes. But hey, I guess Lapis Relights. I guess it had to happen. Yeah. Oh well. So it had to happen. I got invested. Again, what did you in do? a trash rom-com series. <gasps> oh, I, I know exactly where oh, this is going. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, you told us about this. I got invested in Rent-A-Girlfriend. I got too invested. I'm 110 chapters into the manga. Well, you deep uh, dive. Yeah, I you did. You just I jumped wait. right into that. And there's a lot missing from the series, and we will cover this, but I got invested. And you know what? Because he's not a bad guy. He's actually a really stand-up guy. Yeah, I it's, agree. It's yeah. We'll discuss this more in length a little later on. I mean, but I, feel I was really like surprised. After, I mean, after domestic girlfriend. Yeah, there's comparing apples to oranges, and then there's comparing apples to trash fire. There's like there's a there's a beautiful crisp <laughs> apple. You know what? Actually, maybe it's a few weeks old apple. It's not perfect, but it's trying its best, and he's trying his best. And then there's mm. just a mouldy orange, and that's domestic girlfriend. <laughs> so mouldy, it's in fact trying to creep away on spider legs. Oh, domestic girlfriend. So hard, but you though. see, the thing is, is that. Saying domestic girlfriend is a moldy orange still implies it has a use because you could use it as fertilizer. I feel like it might be the sticker that's on the orange. <laughs> oh, <that's bad. laughs> I think it, this it really analogy has is no run away use. from us. <laughs> <laughs> We're going into strange new places. Well, moving right along, <laughs> it is that time again. It is the end of the anime season. They seem to go past so fast at the moment, don't they? Yeah. I think that's because there's not much else going on because we can't go outside. Time travels um, in y- quarantine. Yeah. Um, so with the summer season almost done and dusted, it is of course time to take. 
a look back at the past three months and talk about what stood out to us. And while this season has not been the most jam-packed as in the past, there has been some very unique anime on our screens. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There's been some great ones. Now, we will run through our top ten after the news and we'll be showcasing more amazing YouTube cover artists as well because we have four songs to share with you. Of course, Romy is back and we've got three new additions to the team. (laughs) We are so getting a strike. Oh, we are. And (laughs) if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, make sure you hit that subscribe button. I mean, smash it. Hammer it, whatever, it. whatever it is, squish it. Well, don't squish break your device because then your they device. can't listen at all. I know, it's a terrible idea. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize <laughs> profusely. Um, if you are one of our friends watching on YouTube, don't forget you can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts as well. We'd love to keep you company on your next day off or your road trip, which I just came back from and I am so tired that a Red Bull is required. But before we get into this episode's main topic, it is time for the anime news. Making headlines. Really? Sort of. Anime News. Well, it is, of course, time once again to delve into the anime news archives and find out what's happened in the past fortnight in the world of animation, manga, J-Rock, J-Pop, JTBJ film. Um, And let's start with Natsume's Book of Friends, which is getting a film. Oh, another film. So this new anime film is opening in Japan in early spring 2021 and it's called Natsume's Book of Friends, The Waking Rock and The Strange Visitor. So this is going to share two stories which have not previously been adapted into anime form in any shape. Interesting. I mean, I pretty much only just learned about Natsume as far as like the uh, yeah, when we, we did our whole that. episode on it. So learning that there is just... Just this massive girth of series and movies and stuff. It's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, God. It just keeps coming. So, um, Anaplex is doing distribution for it, but it is, once again, all the staff are returning. So, uh, chief director and scriptwriter Takahiro Amori is at Studio Shuka. Again, continuing it. Ito Hideki is directing it. Uh, Murai Sadayuki is the scriptwriter. And composer Yoshimori Makoto is back again for the music. I love their music. But it's going to feature two standalone stories. So the first one is called Ishi Okoshi. And in this, Natsume meets a small yokai called Mitsumi in a forest. And Mitsumi is entrusted to wake up the divine yokai Iwatetsu from its deep slumber. So, sounds pretty straightforward. And in Ayashiki Raihosha, a mysterious visitor appears in front of Tanuma. The visitor returns daily to visit them, talks a little, and then leaves. However, this visitor is a yokai. And while the yokai means no harm, Tanuma's health is slowly starting to deteriorate. I'm so excited about this because we don't get a... I mean, you do get Tanuma throughout the anime, but Mm. it's really awesome to have a whole story centred on him. I know. Because uh, he is there and it it is really great that they explore his yokai powers, but it's, it's awesome to see a big part of it just on Tanoma, so I'm super keen for that. Yeah, it's it's looking really good. And once again, it's the previous studio, but that animation, like you can it's see beautiful. the difference from when they started to now. Uh, mm. It was good to begin with and it's just gotten even more beautiful. Well, they switched studios for mm. the last two seasons and oh, the movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Shuka is just doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Mm. They've, they've taken over and run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
from, you know, one film to a very strange other one, Hollywood is adapting Gantz. Oh. Yeah, nah. I'll believe it when I see uh, it. I'll yeah. believe it when I see it because whenever they say, we're adapting Akira or, you know, <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure the Akira project is cursed. Yeah, there, there is a bit of a discussion around that. But um, Deadline's reported that a Hollywood adaptation is in the works. It's being produced at Wait, Sony Hollywood? Pictures. Oh, no. Not, yeah. not a Western production. Yes, it is. No. So, it's, so this is an article about producer and scriptwriter Mark Guggenheim, and he's working on a future Sony project linked to Spider-Man, their Spider-Verse thing. Oh, okay. Um, the entertainment publisher stated Guggenheim is already in business with Sony Pictures adapting the graphic novel Gantz. Now, he then mm. confirmed this on Twitter that he was working on the adaptation, saying, I'm having a lot of fun with it. And the original manga creator, Hiroshi Oku, was also asked on Twitter if the adaptation was real, and he just replied with a shh emoji. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, it's, clearly um, they were trying to keep it under wraps, okay, and deadline, right. you've ruined it for everyone. Good job. It's. Uh, <laughs> I believe there was already a couple of uh, live-action films, yeah, Japanese, Japanese live-action. They yep. were pretty good. There's some pretty good CG ones, too. Yes, like I've seen bits. Ga- but Gantz Zero is... Um, um, I, I was introduced by the, to this recently, is actually an adaptation of what's called the Osaka arc, which mm-hmm. is one of the most epic parts of the manga. And I was sat down to watch it with a friend and I was like, wait, this is the Osaka arc. I mm. never knew this got adapted. And mm. it's amazing. I've seen little bits of the uh, 3D CGI one and yeah, oof, it mm. looks funky. It, 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 well, it bangs. let's see what they do with a Hollywood budget and let's uh, see how much they want. Who do you reckon everything. they'll cast? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and what was the guy who was in High School Musical? Zac Efron. Yeah, Perfect. Zac Efron. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was supposedly, according to rumor, oh, decades Zac, ago, Zac he was going to be. Zac Efron is a massive otaku as well, and he was uh, scheduled we, to be in Full Metal Panic. Yeah, live oh wait, action what? Full Metal Panic. We don't yeah. talk bad on Zac Efron on this podcast. We, we don't. S- we stand. We stand. <laughs> we stand. Zac Efron. He's sure, a why decent not? He's a different guy. Heard. But I don't want him in Gantz. Just no. give it to the Asian mm, actors. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, now this is more of a, my own humble boast, but uh, Horiyama, it, which is a romantic comedy slice of life manga series, is getting an anime adaptation and set to air in January 2021. This is being produced by Cloverworks and the manga launched in 2011. It's I didn't cool. re- know this until doing this research. It's actually a spin-off of a four coma about the same characters. So it was a mm. four panel comic originally mm-hmm. and they've went and made a full comic yeah this is going well what if we just gave it more backgrounds and yeah. more detail <laughs> but um i th- i think a, a lot of the team will like this one because it's it probably isn't as funny as say kaguya summer love is war but it's in the same vein because it is um literally uh errors and bad communication and comedy but not in a mean-spirited or mean-hearted way all right okay. um so in the story at first glance the ultra popular hori son seems like a frivolous high school girl but in reality she's plain pragmatic and family orientated on the other hand the bespeckled miyamura kun comes across as an average gloomy high school boy but he's actually an attractive young man is covered in piercings and tattoos these two classmates have an unexpected run-in outside of the classroom and a bubbly, sweet tale of school life begins. Hmm. And um, I, I got put onto this by uh, one of our previous uh, presenters, Coco, and I've never looked back. This is amazing. It looks nice. I'm just looking at some of the cover art for it now. It's um... it, it starts off as the story between um, Hori and Miyamura, and it expands into the whole friendship group. 
okay. and all of their interactions and the silliness that goes on. It's just all high school hijinks. Sort of like uh, the saga of Benchkun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> li- literally like that with Orosuke. I'm trying um, to figure out what it reminds me of. There was a, a similar thing of like good girl, bad boy, and he was kind of like a wild kind of beast kind of guy that everyone mm. thought was... Oh, My one. Little Monster? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. It is like is that it like in that? a way, except that he's actually really lovely. He's not a bad boy. He just, he likes tattoos and piercings, but he That's can't fair. wear them at school, so he hides it all. So he looks like Aww. a nerd at school because he wears his big jumpers and all that. And she's very family orientated, but she comes across as like, you know, the super popular mm, girl. Mm. Um, yeah, but can yeah. you just show me a picture? And he's adorable. He's, he's a giant nerd. He's a giant nerd, but he's so cute. I'm he's kind of pretty. He's very pretty. Yeah, he's super pretty. So yeah. I'm, I'm into this. But yeah, there's like the whole thing of them, you know, the friendship group. They go like mm. on like the school trip. Mm. Um, and obviously there's um, a hot spring there for all Uh-oh. students to go into There's and he, a hot can't go, he can't go in because he's covered in tats <laughs> How do you so, get tattoos oh. at such a young age? You know what? Whatever. That's not You important. will find out. Oh. Yeah, in January. Yeah, the Japanese have a whole thing about um, they don't like people with tattoos in uh, going into onsen Yeah, houses. it's actually something yeah, I yeah. was worried about when I was researching going to Japan. I was like, because I have a tattoo on my ribs, it's only mm-hmm. like a bit of script from Princess Mononoke because mm-hmm. I'm a giant mm-hmm. nerd. Yes. But I was a little worried about that being like, am I able to go into the hot springs if I've got tattoos? Yeah. But yeah, Certain look, ones are friendlier to it because yeah. Yeah, it's a different thing culturally in Western. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the... Th- oh, just so you know, the stakes are pretty low for this anime as well. It's not like Yuru Camp low, but it's also not like... It's lower than... Um, it's not high drama, Nisekoi kind of no, rent-a-girlfriend. It's nowhere near uh. that. It's it's definitely more, as I said, more in the veins of like Kaguya Summer's Love is War, but even then, not as serious. It's a kind of fun <laughs> room... Fun rom-com that's not going to make you stressed. No. And it'll just generate, <laughs> like, the, there are no really bad moments. It just makes you feel happy. And, like, there oh, are misunderstandings nice. between the characters, but they're resolved within the same chapter. Okay. Oh. So there's none of this dragging it out for a hundred chapters. Yeah, like things. Nisekoi. Yeah. Sounds like something to actually look forward to this time. Yeah, that sounds really good. Nisekoi, another dumpster fire, which I poured my heart and soul into oh, and was whiz. utterly disappointed with. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah. you and these... I know, I need you to and romance stop. Animes. I need to stop. We need to talk about your addiction. <laughs> we do. An intervention. An in- Before we get to on to my romance. addiction, let's talk about what's been making news <laughs> the past fortnight. Well, upcoming Arctic anime to your eternity has been delayed, unfortunately. This is due to the coronavirus impacting production. The 20-episode adaptation of Oima Yoshitoko's manga was originally planned for an October premiere, but will now release in April 2021. The story follows a boy and a wolf wandering the Arctic regions of North America, both who are much more than meets the eye. And no, they're not Transformers. Um, Funimation (laughs) have announced the 4K remaster of the Akira film will be released for home video in December, the limited edition box featuring artwork and a booklet. The film's remaster opened in Japan theatres in April, but due to the virus, international screenings were delayed until September and October, i.e. this month and next. Staying with Funimation, the anime distributor has made a joint announcement with Studio JC Star, stating they are co-producing an original anime film titled Sing a Bit of Harmony. The film is planned to open in Japanese cinemas in 2021 and tells the story of a new transfer student interested in her surroundings and a song that brings happiness to her and her classmates. Over on the streaming services and Funimation again is our starting point with a few big titles joining the platform thanks to a deal with distributor Viz Media. Post-apocalypse series Coppelion, sci-fi classics Terraformers and Terraformers Revenge, mecha series Gargantia on the Verderous Planet and 2018 smash hit Megalobox will land on the service on September 22nd. 
Also added to the platform this past fortnight, Saikano, The Asterix Wars, Mikaku City Actors, Plastic Memories, and Vivu Dread Operations as part of an ongoing deal with Anaplex America. And several films have also been added at Funimation, notably the final Heaven's Lost Property movie, along with the compilation films for free, Road to the World, and Overlord. Over on the tasty streaming service Crunchyroll, the first 43 episodes of Detective Conan Case Closed have been added to the platform in the Americas, Africa, Oceania, Middle East, and Independent States regions. And we need to head to the bookshelves because the manga for adorable 2019 cat anime, My Roommate is a Cat, is finally getting an English release, having been licensed by Lezen Comics, and the first chapter is free to read online right now. The manga adaptation of this season's original anime series Great Pretender has gone on hiatus due to writer Marui Daichi's poor health, with no return date announced as yet, and the creator of The Ancient Magus Bride, Yamazaki Kore, has announced her next manga series is in the works, expected to release in spring or summer 2021. And in dub news, two of the season's ending anime have had English dubs announced, with both Apare Ranman and Uzaki-chan wants to hang out, having their first dubbed episodes landing on Funimation this Friday. And that's your anime news for the week ending September 20, 2020. definitely in my top five season in review yep it is that time again the season is over almost actually we've got two more episodes sorry i lied it's not happening let's just leave now we'll come back next oh, okay. week we're done da, 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 da. What? let's no, get some come back. <laughs> guys no don't leave me <laughs> <laughs> don't leave me in here alone um we do have quite a we, we were surprised let's be honest like we looked at the initial lineup this season we thought these could be good but we're expecting half of them to fall over yeah a bunch of them were delayed from last oh, yeah. month and so then, many yeah um but they've actually worked out kind of okay i'm really quite pleasantly surprised with yeah, how everything absolutely. started i find it actually almost difficult to choose my favorite of this season i know it's like picking your favorite child always the well okay one. then well, I, I guess if i had to pick one favorite child it's definitely the first one we're talking about which is god, god of high, high school because it's my favorite oh, child but now, i love all my other children as well yeah now before we do get stuck into god of high school we do need to tell you all about the music oh my goodness because we have two covers of the god of high school op it's the thing is it's dubstep it slaps so hard and i don't <laughs> like so dubstep hard. and i love this song so the first cover we've got is the English version. Now, the song is called Contradiction by Ksuke featuring Tyler Carter. And this has been covered by YouTube artist Shane O'Rock, and he's done a full English translation of it, and it sounds amazing. So it's just, awesome. just have a listen to this. Contradiction. 
that's a banger. Oh, that is a <laughs> dangerous song to drive to. <laughs> I'll tell you like, what. Your contradiction. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so good. I so want to fight good. someone with my like sword style karate, <laughs> Kung taekwondo, Fu, taekwondo, northern style, style southern style dragon attack. Yeah. <laughs> so look, if you haven't caught God of High School. The, I've, I've got to be honest. What like, are you doing? This it's, a tur- it's a tournament arc. It's a tournament, tournament arc. Good. <laughs> Everything you love from shonen anime, yep. which is just the cool fights and fun character interactions and dope music, but out, without all the annoying filler. I know. Yeah, it's, it goes I, so fast and the animation's so good. I've never seen fight scenes so well. Animated. I almost considered mm. that a flaw on its behalf is that... Uh, the characters talk about how they've been doing training behind the scenes and stuff mm. like that. But all you ever get to see is the fights, not any of the actual training. Or there is no flaws in God of High School. the abilities. But no. then I figured, <laughs> then I remembered, this is a tournament arc. You don't see the training <laughs> arcs until before or after the tournament arc. You don't need the training. <laughs> don't I don't know. need your Rocky training montage. Now, now, I don't we... need to see Jin running up and down stairs to know he's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have a montage. No, nah, don't need it. Montage. Take it out. Take it out. Um, <clears throat> now. Just the fights. Now, what we do have to preface this by saying, so this is an adaptation. It's Crunchyroll original. Um, one of the there's two this season. We didn't realize. Um, we'll get to the second one straight after this. But um, there has been some discussion online about the adaptation. A lot of manga, fa- well, manga fans being a little disappointed they yeah, didn't adapt as much of mm. the manga as it did. So it has skipped a fair bit of the character development and backstory. But I, I, I feel, feel like they kind of. To shorten it into like the twelve episode kind of like standard, they have to skip a few things. They're going to have to, um, but that 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 should be seen as an attractive thing to get more people to read the manhwa. Mm, yeah, absolutely. it's like you know, it's like you've seen all this in the anime. Guess what? There is more waiting for absolutely. you. Absolutely. Now, if you haven't caught this, firstly, what are you doing? Um, secondly, Crunchyroll's your friend for it. Um, the story goes: Jin Mori has proclaimed himself the strongest high schooler. His life changes when he's invited to participate in the God of High School, a tournament to determine the strongest high schooler of all. Turns out he's the toughest guy in Letterkenny. Yeah, he is. Um, He's (laughs) told that if he wins, any wish he makes will be granted. And all the participants are powerful contenders who fight their hardest to win their own wishes. So what awaits them at the end of the tournament? A chaotic battle between unbelievably strong high school students is about to begin. Dun, dun, dun. Um, Something I do want to talk about with God of High School, and I feel like this will help when you watch the first episode, is Mm. I went into it knowing absolutely nothing, which is also super fine. So if Mm. you don't want to know nothing, I mean, you probably shouldn't be listening to the season review. But if you don't (laughs) know nothing, I mean, you can just skip like 60 seconds into the future. But it actually is about gods. Like we've got supernatural powers. We've Mm. got shonen, like bleach style powers, kind of My Hero Academia style powers Mm. linked to actual gods. And they almost have like Jojo stand kind of things. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of wasn't expecting that. Is that that. a Jojo reference? And I think like the escalation from what you thought was this like the original Dragon Ball tournament arc until actually like a Hunter Hunter kind of crazy, lots Mm. of powers and different styles of martial arts arc was kind of like, whoa, okay, we're doing this. This is fine. This is what we're doing. It's what's happening. Um, So I kind of, I feel like that leave will either turn people onto it more or, Mm. but don't be discouraged if you're not into it because it's awesome. I have to wonder where it ends up though. Are we going to be looking at Gurren Lagan levels of escalation? Yes. What I'm wondering (laughs) is because we're just doing soul at the moment, Mm. but they just, this suggests it's It's a a worldwide worldwide tournament. tournament. Exactly. So this is just the Korea arc. This is just, you know, what's happening in Korea. And then we'll probably go to the regionals. 
mm-hmm. then we'll go to the Nationals, and then in true Guren Lagan style, we'll go to the Universal. Dun, dun, dun. The Universal Tournament Arc, just Universal like in Dragon Ball Exactly, Super. it's where awesome. we're heading, clearly. I just like, oh, before we move on, uh, talking more about it, I do just want to talk about the world of God of High School. It's really interesting mm-hmm. because people aren't surprised when they see them fighting with their like Jojo yeah. Stan, yeah, Beach Bunkai kind of powers. So it's obviously a chill thing. And then they've got like um, some... It's in the first episode. Someone mentions there's uh, 7.8 billion people. Mm. So this is definitely in the future, like a little bit further in this or this futuristic world. And they've got mm. this like nanobot technology yeah. that like instant heals everyone. So you can go all out in the tournament. You can break a guy's neck and snap his knee or whatever. Mm. And then they'll get healed in like 10 minutes on the side of the ring. But this so is not for nuts. some reason available to the normal hospital population. Yeah, and then also is... there's a guy dying of cancer over there and that kind of sucks. And, yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. anyway. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of weird. You, but, you you can, know. There's 13 episodes. Last couple of episodes are on their way. I believe one lands uh, tonight slash tomorrow night. Sunday, yes. Yeah, so uh, Sunday. Um, and then we've got one more for the end of the season. They're, Whacking 13 episodes in here. Um, It'll just finish. Now, it's by Mapper, so immediately it's... Praise. Praise Chef Kiss. Uh, Crunchyroll, Annie Plus, Billy Billy, Muse Asia, and a couple of more Crunchyroll subsidiaries like VRV and so forth have it. So um, I I actually think it might even end up on HBO Max at the end of the year once they get the next position. I hope so. I want this to go mainstream because I feel like a lot of big anime that go kind of inverted commas mainstream, I think like My Hero Academia got Mm. pretty big. Um, and got a pretty kind of outside of the weeb circle, if I could, um, kind of mainstream following, and Naruto and Dragon Ball, obviously, as well. Hmm. And I think this is really accessible for how action-focused it is. The characters are fun. It's funny, but also there's obviously drama as well, and it's just interesting to watch. I feel like when we see the dub come out, that's when it'll go mainstream. The dub is amazing. There's already like four episodes of the dub, Mm -hmm. and my, my husband, Robbie Damon... (laughs) <laughs> as, as Jin Mori is incredible and he's just so, like all the dub voice actors are awesome ah uh, now Loz remember what we say about husbandos I could only have no, one no 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 okay but, <laughs> well I just I admire him from afar then like an idol we don't we, we talk, don't talk husbandos and we don't talk waifu because we have laifu um, <laughs> now uh. moving along to something that probably won't be as well received um, we need to talk about Gibiate no we don't what? We don't need to talk yeah, about it. We, we don't need to talk. We about need to talk about Gibiato. But do we though? Okay, we... well, do you want me to go first? I can talk about Gibiato. No, because you don't <laughs> like Gibiato. Oh, I can give you a short <laughs> review. It'll be really easy. I, I got to tell you, mate. Me, I'm, I'm me, alone in this and I fully accept that. Yeah, I don't but like it either. I think it needs to be talked right, about. Tell the folks what it is and then I'll so, tell them what I think. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you might know that Lost doesn't like this. Hey, you don't know um, that. Well, I do know that because I've talked to you about I mean, you it. Don't know that loss. It's so, assumptions. look, um, Gibiate is basically, by the sounds of it, a passion project that's kind of been set up by this group of musicians and artists and all that. Um, but essentially, what it is is in 2030, people in Japan are turning into different forms of monsters based on their age, gender, and race. It's a DNA uh. virus. Um, the illness is named Jibia after being rich and varied like uh, in variety like Jibia, which is an Italian thing, and I can't remember exactly what it was when we originally talked about it. I think it was like a... Jibiate. Oh, you know, you're it's, say it's to do with wild animals, wild game. Oh, of course. Okay. So, yeah. Sure. Um, so a samurai and ninja are then transported uh. from the Edo period... <laughs> 
They both travelled from the early Edo period and uh, together they fight crime. No, uh, with the help of a doctor who tries to find a cure for it, they're fighting it to try and get to the final destination where that cure is. Now... They are facing ceaseless attacks from Jibia, some outlaws that attack travelers for food, and they start the dangerous journey with enemies all around. Now, let, let, let's get this out of the way. CG is so bad. Oh, yeah. Th- this is pretty much... Now, if, you, if you're aware of the Kawaii Fi Anime Awards, this is the forerunner for the Arafaretta Award. For worse CG. For worse CG. It is yeah. shocking. It is shocking. The rest of the visuals, I'm not going to lie... Are actually quite yeah, nice. The animation's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, the animation's really good. The music is really good because mm. they're actually they're, they're musicians behind yeah, that it. That was the purpose, and of that the was whole the purpose. Yeah. So, to be honest, yeah. this is a giant advert for traditional Japanese music from people who are from like traditional owners of the land. So, which is so cool. Yeah, pe- so people I'm who so are from Hokkaido and people who are bad. from the south. Um, this is all right. I'm, I'm going to spell it out as simply as possible. This is not what they make it look like. This is essentially if you got any zombie series, mm-hmm. just replace the zombies with um, the CG monsters because it's something that's been turned from a human into a monster. They're trying to find a cure for it and the heroes are from an area they don't expect yeah, them to come it's, from. Uh, it's that, but you also replace the uh, main survivalist protagonist with people from Fist of the North Star. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. So... Um, uh, what's the um, the the non-adult zombie anime? Uh, mm. uh, uh, high school days. Oh, what was it? The school days. School days. School, yeah. School days. No. School, so, no high that's, school that's, of the dead. No, we no. can't. <laughs> we can't mention that. Please uh, censor that. There was a there was one from like a couple of years ago. It was absolutely horrifying because one of the girls was. Crazy, um, yeah. No, that that was um, school days. No, not school days. Um, school life. Was it school called? life. Got him. School life. Yes. Gotcha. Um, it was horrible, and uh, yeah, we should never ever do that. To be quite simple, it's this. No. It's a no. Um, <laughs> so um, look, th- this. If you're looking for a zombie style film, a like series, apocalyptic, post-apocalypse, post-apocalyptic with sweet samurais and ninjas <laughs> and machine guns and, you know, a, a fairly interesting plot once you get past that initial mm, silliness. Mm. This is someone's this, thing. This, this is good. But, like, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, I, I have to give this, you know, five... That's a man's head. Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> you really... You've, you found the buttons again. I found the you? buttons. I really don't have. press the eject. I just like I mm. I was really down for this series for the first like what ten minutes of the episode, and it was kind of kind of scary watching it actually because it's basically about this global pandemic that happened, and then yeah. all these people turned into monsters, and That's I was like, this is kind of like too close, a little bit too close to home. But also, yeah, but also kind of like, did they plan this? Did they know? Nope. Like, is this just coincidence? <laughs> Has coronavirus just been a massive advertising been, campaign okay. for Gibiate? <laughs> no, <laughs> yikes! How big is their budget? But yeah, like I was kind of into that, enough. and like the the female protagonist was kind of like talking about this is how we got to this stage, and I was, mm. you know, I was down, I was down to follow her story. The animation looked cool, and then they showed the giant praying mantis made of. Terrible CG, and I was yeah. like, okay, what's happening? And then there was two samurai on a boat that have been brought 
brought from the past to the future because the only way we can solve this pandemic is to bring samurais from the past and I turned it off instantly because well, I just don't. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I the only way we can don't. solve the, pa- the pandemic is to get more fodder so that we can get more people to the end zone, basically. I think there's better <laughs> things we can do than bring back two samurai guys. Yes. Let's bring back some scientists. Hey, Marie Curie, we've resurrected you from the past. Can I you disagree. help us out with this? I think the only way they could have done this is not with uh, Ninja and Samurai, but with Scottish Highlanders. I, I think they completely missed the boat and should have went and got Mr. Detol. Just yeah. get, like, <laughs> get no, the Spartans I mean, <laughs> in if we're, if we're doing this or real. Like, we, come we, on. But, I mean, like this, this is actually a kind of an important plot point. They didn't bring them back from the past. Oh. They just got flung into the future. That oh. doesn't make sense either. It doesn't. We don't know why. And um, well, You th- probably some, should know why. Person, there's only one episode left. There's, there's another... Per- well, I'm hoping they're going to explain it in the episode, <laughs> to be honest, because... That you know, I've, I'm up to date on it, and I still don't know. Like they, we've gotten to the point where they're uh, at a building full of monsters, and it's like, yep, this is kind of exactly where I saw it going. Yeah, it's like it's that, but you're like, why are you here though? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I can't. I <laughs> couldn't deal with though? it. I why need. Though? I need the why to be explained. Yeah. I'm sorry. I can't. And look, that's fair. As I said, this is not going to be everyone's cup of tea. This is middling at best, and it's. But the amount of passion that they've put into this, the amount of effort they put in doing the um, Mm. historical context for where these people came, because there are flashback moments where they explore Japanese Edo history and Mm. explain some of the major battles and how these people were involved in it and what happened in them. I just feel like that belonged in a more worthy project. Or just have that the setting. I would have rather had that as a setting, to be honest. And to be honest, I would rather just have this be a zombie film instead of these bad CG monsters. Yeah, it just seems like a lot of ideas happening at once. And again, I've already seen like 10 minutes and then I kind of read up on the what's happening, but just kind of seems like... I, I forced Aaron to watch it. Too many cooks it. in the kitchen. He was not happy. Well... <laughs> he was not happy. Sorry, Aaron. Yeah, he, he was on night shift. He's like, what should I watch, Carl? I'm like, Gibiate. And then I get a message in the morning going, damn you. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> um, all in right. conclusion? In conclusion... Maybe. It, <laughs> mileage <Question> may <laughs> vary. <laughs> um, Yikes. But look, I, I, th- I mean, we, we actually, we forgot to give a, a quick um, nod to God of High School, but I think all three of us can safely say it's 10 out of 10. Three perfect protagonists out of three. Yep. Yeah, ten kicks to the face out of ten. Unlimited wonder out of unlimited wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but Gibiate's, you know, f- five you know, man's heads out of disappointment. Um, look, um, moving on. Let's talk about, you know, my new guilty pleasure. The thing that is, of course, uh, put Kyle's me in a massive ditch. bad romance. Uh, 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 uh. uh. Um, rent a girlfriend. Now we were careful about <sighs> talking about this at the beginning of the season, yep. and there's a very good reason for that. Um, firstly, this is not a series which is suitable for children. This is definitely aimed at oh, um, there's more the, more the sign-in audience rather than shoujo. Clearly, eighteen plus. Yeah, eighteen yeah, plus. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but. It is so well written. Oh, it's actually really good. I I was expecting another, as I said, domestic girlfriend dumpster fire. I mean, it's well written, but it also kind of drags. I got to be honest. Nope. Keep your negativity out of our space. (laughs) This is out. This is Kyle and my space to talk about rent a girlfriend. (laughs) It doesn't. It it, look. I I can see as well that it it does, but this is definitely the style for these long form harem animes. I guess. And. Fortunately, with this, there is a progression. He picks up early on who he likes, and he doesn't shy away from it. He does. He does question himself later on because he's doubting himself. But we, look, let, let, let's talk about this essentially from the top. So, 
dumped by his girlfriend, college student Kazuya Kinoshoto, Kinoshota attempts to cheer himself up with a rental girlfriend. Chizura Mizuhara seems to be the perfect girl. Great looks and a cute, caring personality. But upon seeing mixed opinions of her profile after their first date, Kazuya believes Chizuru is playing with the hearts of men and leaves her a negative rating. Angry at his disrespect, Chizuru reveals her true nature. Sassy and temperamental, a complete opposite of her first impression. And at that very moment, Kazuya receives news of his grandmother's collapse and is forced to bring her with him to the hospital. <laughs> this results in the grandmother being ecstatic that Kazuya has finally found a girlfriend, which had always been her wish. And unable to tell her the truth, Kazuya and Chizuru are forced into a fake relationship. Now, if you've seen Nisekoi, this will sound familiar. Except in this case, the girl who's not a psychopath is actually looking to be successful. Hmm. So yeah, Chizuru um, is great. She is actually an excellent character. And is. so is Kazuya. Like yeah. I normally really find it difficult to get through rom com oh. um, animes because the, the guys the guys normally so I'm, bad. I'm just a standard run of the mill high yeah, school. Yeah, he's student, either a cardboard cutout or a wet blanket. Twenty girls love me. Yeah. I don't know how that happens. Whereas uh, but in, in this I actually like him. In this I mean I, I can talk from you know having read hundred and ten chapters of the manga, so I'm at pretty much the end of season two's equivalent. Mm. Um, he's got growth. There is like character that. growth yeah. for everyone. It's, it's, it's not a case of the character... Do- like, I've got to be honest, domestic girlfriend, the character <laughs> doesn't change from the beginning to the end. He's still no. a wet blanket and useless. And I feel like Nisekoi is the same. And I feel mm. like watching this, I was like, it's like domestic girlfriend level lewd, I guess. And also yeah. like trash a little bit. Yep. And then it's like Nisekoi in terms of their character interactions. But it, they do actually progress and the characters do kind of bloom. And, and I love that, especially... The most important thing about this for me is they're all in college for a change. And that's really refreshing as an adult watcher um, to not have to watch another high school rom-com because it's just kind of like... eh. Will they sit at the back of the class near the window? And look, I love high school rom-coms so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to, you know, throw them out. But it is refreshing to be like, actually, they are college age. They have college age issues. And they see romantic relationships as slightly different because there is that adult you know perspective as well Mm -hmm. and i think it's really interesting as well because essentially the way i describe this is that this is a coming of age story Mm -hmm. of a 20 year old boy yeah now as someone who has been a 20 year old boy and you were yeah really yeah i know with this voice you wouldn't pick it Um, (laughs) it's a lot more high pitched um (laughs) but you know as a 20 year old guy who was you know dealing with his first foray into girls and relationships and stuff with that i can fully appreciate where he's coming from and the confusion and the self-doubt and the con self-conflict and the awkwardness and going you know but this girl does like me so maybe i should go with her but i don't love her so what do i do and you know like that sort of you know self-conflict that you where your decision making because you don't know what to do Mm. um and you know it's is it take the easier uh, way out or take you know the struggle for something that you feel is worth fighting for I really like Kazuya as as a protag as well. And I think something else that gives him a bit more depth and into him as a character is not just how he acts around Chizuru and deals with the renter girlfriend thing, which is mm-hmm. funny and how she interacts with it. I'll talk about that in a sec. But also how he deals with Ruka, who's like totally in love with him. And he's like, oh, I don't really want that. But then she's a pretty girl that's coming on to me. But I really like Chizuru. And he doesn't kind of two-time, which is cool. But yeah, because it's not just thing, the one oh, girl going. It's yeah, there's, like, there's, there's multiple of them, mm. of course. It's an anime. Well, the, I mean, there's the ex-girlfriend who I don't understand why people like her because she has no character development. She's just there to ruin things. 
And then you've got Ruka, who is a younger girl, mm. and you find out through over the course of the manga that, you know, she's got a heart... Well, you find out in the anime as well, she's got a heart condition, mm. um, which it's not like, you know, life-threatening, but her heart rate doesn't rise like others. And he's the first person to... You know, make get a reaction. Heart beat. Yeah. Oh, you're the only person. Exactly. To make my so, heart I mean, beat. at, I at least, at forever. least, the reason is logical in the in the bounds of an eighteen to twenty year old. Is that logical? It's somewhat logical. Look, anyway. Um, uh, but continue, no, sorry, yes. we haven't talked about my favorite character. Oh, you haven't mentioned her. It's the grandma. Oh yes. Okay, <laughs> the grandma's excellent. Both the grandmas are really funny, but um, mm-hmm. Casio's grandma is actually so good. And the way he acts around his grandma is really sweet. Like he mm. really genuinely cares for her and he wants to make her happy. Mm. And when he sees how happy his grandma is that he's found someone that, you know, he's in a relationship with and seems happy to be around. And Chizuru obviously is pretending to be his girlfriend because she's being paid to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the grandma really likes Chizuru and it, he's kind of like, look, she hasn't got... I guess a lot of time left. I just want her to be happy. And mm. because they both, both Chizuru and Kazuya care for the grandmother, like that's, that's really sweet. And I like that yeah. added dynamic to their, um, the relationship because they're kind of doing it for her. Yeah. The, but the also other... she plays gacha games and that's really funny. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> and she calls them up on the phone and goes like, why is it not working? Oh, sorry. I didn't realize I'd connected. And she's like, the gacha <laughs> won't work. And the nurse is next to her going, you need to calm down. <laughs> um, look, I, I think we should also clarify as well that Chizuru, while you know, it sounds like she's just a rental girlfriend. She has stuff going on in her life, and yeah, she's her, great. her backstory when we, when we get to it in season season two, if we get a season mm-hmm. two, will make you cry. Mm. Um, no, I she, like her a lot. She's a real. She is actually a really good character. She is caring, but she realizes that she has to separate business from life mm-hmm. um, because she's got her own goals that she's chasing. But you know things start developing over the series. You start seeing the relationship between them and how they care for each other. And it's really quite sweet. Yeah. I think like something I find kind of frustrating is like, you can even have like a a good male lead or a good female lead. And it's Mm. really hard to see both of them good. I think the closest we got to was bunny girl senpai. But even then she ended up annoying me because she just was kind of one line didn't really ever develop. But um, Chizuru is really, she's got a lot of character growth. Um, She is very independent. She's doing this rent a girlfriend thing so she can earn money, and it's because she, you know, she's good at it. She can have fun with it, and I actually generally really like her mm-hmm. a lot as yeah, a character. Same. So I'm I'm really surprised about how much I enjoyed Rent a Girlfriend because I expected it to be terrible. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, I remember when you and I were watching all the promo videos, we're and like, everyone, oh, the rest suck. of the team was just like, "Oh, this is going to be rubbish." And me and you looked at each other and just went, "Yes." I'm <laughs> but I'm kind of into it. I'm so yeah. into it. So I'm actually like, yeah, I really thoroughly enjoy watching Rent a Girlfriend. Well, I, I give this. Um, I can't give it full marks because it is trash. It is but still trash. I love it. And I will happily give this uh, eight receipts out of ten. Nice, um, nice. Um, cool. I'll give it, yeah, seven and a half uh, rental girlfriends yeah. out of ten. Uh, <laughs> it's not generally my genre. I'm giving it seven evil exes out of ten. Uh, hey. um, <laughs> on the note of evil exes, um, something we do have to talk about, rental girlfriend, is the music. Now... We, uh, well, anyone who's listened to our prior episodes knows I'm a massive fan of the Peggy's because they're an amazing little band. Um, all girl, three piece band out of Japan, and they're amazing. They're so now, cute. They are. Now, they did the OP for Woo! Red to Girlfriend. It's so good. And it's called Centimeter. And this has been covered by Miura Jam. I believe they are 
I, I believe they are in South America or Spain. I know they speak cool, the Espanol. Not the same so, place. No. What? I know, I know. They, sorry, they speak Mary the Espanol. We are really sorry. But they, <laughs> these guys get a lot of people together to create these covers, and they're really quite good. Mm. So have a listen and enjoy. <laughs>
Amplify Radio. Why do we watch that? Definitely in my top five. Season in review. That was a bop. Oh my that god, a such a bop. And then you followed it by the God of High School bop. Oh man. <laughs> You're just bopping everywhere I'm right now. I'm just dancing. That yeah. was an amazing cover. It was. It, like, I mean, I wish we could play more of it, but we won't have time because we're running over time because we just love talking about these shows. Um, let's get stuck in. This is going to be a quick session. Decadence. This is not going to be quick. <laughs> There's so much to say. <laughs> this show punishes you for having any expectations. But I guess I mean, we have also wrong. mentioned it a lot throughout the last we, few episodes. We have. So we'll so try and be quick. We, we'll try and be quick so look um to, to put it simply decadence is uh I man i can't put it simply 25 minutes or less one tweet let's go okay so okay. your first episode is kind of revealing sort of a classic kind of pretty much attack on titan in the future in more than 25 words i think i can do it okay try again uh, do it humans almost at extinction are now treated as pets by computer programs who uh-huh. use their world to fight enemies that's correct nice yeah. it's like a yeah. giant kind of game like a for aliens kind of a reverse yeah. Westworld yeah yeah oh, reverse Westworld that's good that's perfect that's yeah, nice. two words reversed Westworld hashtag Write that reverse down. Westworld that Westworld. Westworld. Um, so yeah, Decadence is basically it's by Studio Nut, who I, I have to be honest, we always joke about it every time we hear them. <laughs> I can't. But they're so good. Everything they They've do really watch is job. really good. I really like good to job. think that this is just them sort of like keeping our amusement of their name going just by making just spectacular anime. Oh, what the, if they're really serious and it's like Oh, it's an actually like an it's a nut as in like a nut and bolt. <laughs> like they're 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 holding the industry together with their nut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, turn anyway, it back down. PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Anyway, um, this had basically uh, humanity was driven to the brink of extinction by the sudden emergence of an unknown unknown life form, Gardals. Um, we're not entirely sure that's actually the case now that we've watched the anime because we think the Gardals are well. We know the Gardals are manufactured. There's twists. There's turns. Yep. Everything you know is so a lie. Humans that survive now dwell in a three thousand meter high mobile fortress called decadence built to protect themselves from the gadol fet it's a giant fist it's a giant fist it's a giant, it's a giant, giant punching weapon. castle yeah yeah I, th- I think we actually had like something we wanted to put on a t-shirt relating to this which was like giant fist city or something fist of the north city anyway yeah pretty much (laughs) um but look the the series is really good like you've got the elements of like the 3d maneuvering gear from attack on titan you have i I guess almost like the sword art online mmorpg element they've got monster hunter monster rancher what would you compare like your main characters to uh the main girl is emma from promised netherland all grown up pretty much yeah um, yeah. kabaragi is Man, he's so badass. He's he's, he's the best. missing father from every other anime. Yes, <gasps> oh my yes, God. he is. This every is time where a character's up. like, "I lost my dad." This is cover. Yeah, <laughs> no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> he's just he's just an uh, an he's amalgamation really cool. of every dad he ever. Yeah. He's, he's amazing. Really cool. He's so lovely. Um, but yeah, the story um accelerates very quickly. And um, the music's great. Every and time you the think you've got a handle on what's going on, the anime just pulls the carpet out yeah, from underneath. Feel, it's like you're driving down one of those like mountain roads that's really, really twisty and turny, and you finally think you're like got a handle on it, and then suddenly there's a hairbreak turn, mm. got around the corner, and 
upside now, down. Now, and a, a key thing for anyone who uh, hasn't watched it, episode one and episode two, completely different animation styles. There is a reason for it, and there's a very good reason. Mm-hmm. They are the two different sides of the world. Just, and we when we watched it, and if you go back to, we I were think, confused. episode 38, when we were the epi- week after we did the season preview, we just yeah. were both all like, well, what? <laughs> the, first, the first episode is like very much just kind of standard anime of that type mm-hmm. you think this is just going to be enough one of those it's going to hit the same kind of beats yeah, which like, are yeah, comfortable exactly mm. and then it just it takes a changes i really oh, think that's why this show is good yeah. it's wildly unique to the it point is. that it's kind of too wild but also hey that's refreshing that's yeah. nice it's good to be surprised uh, i mean there's elements We've seen of the so matrix, much anime actually. it's nice to be surprised it, it's westworld meets but matrix, the matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but also it's anime but and it's attack anime on titan and attack on titan there it is guys <laughs> put that into a mix with a giant pot. fist city that's what it was that's what we wanted on the shirt a giant fist city yep. we built um, this city, city. <laughs> um, on metal fists and <laughs> um, okay reality cool. i give it 9 fists out of 10 I uh, I give it nine rampaging kaiju's out of ten until I see the last episode. I'm sure it'll yeah. be a ten after that. It'll be a ten out of ten. I give it um kind of eight goo jabbing kind needles. of needle things that they needles. suck the monster goo up. Watch the anime. It'll make sense. Out of ten, yeah, it'll make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. All right. Cool. <laughs> Moving right along. Apare Ranman. Yeah, now, the th- this was a delayed anime from last season. It did really well. Um, the music's banging. It's basically Doctor Stone in Wacky 1850. Races? Wacky Races? Okay. Oh. I, tr- I tried to figure out when this is set. And I did a deep dive. And this is probably oh. boring for most people no. and exciting no, for it. maybe like two people. But That's as a history us. person, I was like, all right, okay. So it's around the 1890s. But then General Motors is also mentioned. And of course, there's cars and they're in Los Angeles. So cars were invented in 1853. Mm-hmm. But then there's Carl Benz came out. Sorry, in 1885, sorry. So 1885 is when the first car is Mm. coming out. 1893 is when Ford is in America. And General Motors is in 1908. And then BMW was founded in 1913. And one of the main characters is from from like an alternate BMW. So it's somewhere pre-World War I, but also it can't be too far close to World War One, or the style is very different. So yeah. it's kind of like this weird... I figured out basically it's like a weird alternate history where people are more colourful, slightly less racist, like slightly, and then there's kind of cars everywhere and it's like mm. 1890 to 1900. It's, yeah, it's sort of, of like a weird parallel Earth where technology has developed similarly but differently earlier. It it's seems like, like yeah, there's less earlier. war, mm. essentially. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, Apare Ranman is a historical comedy adventure. After a mishap, the brilliant but socially inept engineer Serrano Apare and the cowardly samurai Ishiki Kosame find themselves drifting on a boat from Japan to America. Broke, the two decide to compete in the Trans-America Wild Race to win the prize and return to Japan. The two battle crazy rivals, outlaws, and the great outdoors itself as they race through the Wild West from LA to New York in the steam-powered car they built. It's just so oh, cool. Our listeners probably won't remember the Wacky Races, a cartoon from like the early 60s or 50s. Oh, man. It was uh, basically this. Probably like, not, no. It's that old? <laughs> it's that old. Oh okay, well, God. I I've, don't know it, so I've, I'll be was, hang out with the young listeners. It was essentially the same kind of You're thing not that you much had. Younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were, we like our old school kind of history <laughs> animations, yeah. but yeah, it was essentially this. You'd have 
these crazy different people, like a race car driver, two cavemen in like a stolen car, some yeah. mob bosses. It was Hanna Barbera, wasn't <laughs> it? Was, it? Yeah, yeah, it was so old Flintstones creators. Okay, well, mm. I'm going to talk about some new references that that the people might actually know, and that is like JoJo. I feel old. Yeah. Well, look, yeah. JoJo's got like a Trans America race, which is pretty <laughs> much exactly what this is, and then also, um, if you listen to Adventure Time. Um, Adventure Time. Oh my God, the Adventure Zone. Blah. Um, podcast. There's like pedals to the metal is a big section of that, and that's also like a weird wacky car race. And I feel like that's what this is kind of mm. smished together. Sweet. Um, and it's yeah, it's just it's fun, but also really heartwarming. Like it I kind of thought, way, yeah. like after watching the first episode, I thought it would be really yeah wacky JoJo style. Um, but ends up being the characters have go through a lot of growth, mm. and I really liked the bit about the Native American character. Oh. He was really sweet. Um, uh, yeah, I really so liked really how um, I can't believe I can't remember her name. The female racer, Xiaoliang. Uh, Xiaoliang. Yeah. I can't. I love how well she's drawn she's awesome. because they actually show like you, you know we're so I mentioned this before when we were talking about Fire Force and one of the girls there. Yeah. I like the fact that they're starting to draw girls with muscles instead you of just can making have it have muscly yeah, girls instead of just making it about girls who are skinny and tiny and have no Absolutely. visual. Like defining features to their arms yeah. and legs. Like she's she's Chinese. She's she, a martial she could artist. Pick up a, like she could pick up a pare and throw him because he's yeah. a tweedy little engineer boy. Bless his soul. I love mm-hmm. a pare so much. So much. But um, yeah, Shaolong is really cool. Um, I really like all of the characters. They all mm-hmm. bring something different to the show, and there's a really big, diverse amount of characters. It really is as well. And mm-hmm. I think like as much as a pare is a, such a cool character, he is very similar to Senku from Doctor <laughs> yeah. Stone. I so want to see them team up. Oh, I yeah. want to see that so I bad. <laughs> but I actually kind of want to make a point about Kasame. So he is Kasame is the Japanese man who's mm. along with Apare as well. And he's the kind of guy who gets swept along from the ride and he's kind yeah. of always a bit flustered. And there's all these people who are amazing and incredible racers. And he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, he kind of comes off as uh, sort of an unskilled coward to begin with. Yeah, mm. well, he, he's very skilled at swords, but that's kind of it. Yeah, but you are but right. there is there is a reason for it, of Yeah, course. and I kind of like his neutrality. Like, he's almost like the self-insert character to be like, how do I juggle all of these people with their crazy hair mm. and crazy car races? And I actually think, like, he brings, like, a neutrality to the whole cast that's mm. really nice. I don't know the why, most normal I, haircut. I just want to go... Crazy taxi. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, well, I I would happily give a Parry Run Man. Uh, oh, needs to be eight and a half hot tot- uh, totos. The little uh, hototo, yes, hototo. Yes. but uh, new hototo, not old hototo. And if you've watched it, you'll get it. Um, <laughs> um, I my only thing I not super love about a pyro run man is i feel like it's a little slow to get into the yeah. races for how many episodes they're having for the season it took about four episodes for the race five, yeah. five um until the race started and as much as i also think that development exposition was so important i felt like i kind of wanted it to start a bit earlier but mm. i think that's pretty much the only floor i can come up with so i'm happy to give it um eight crazy car races out of eight steam powered boat cars <laughs> yeah <laughs> out of ten yep um, I feel like that sort of the build-up was needed. It actually, yeah. uh, it's almost reminiscent of Apare's car itself. It takes a minute to actually get rolling, but that's once true. it does, and it over the course up. of the series, it gets better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So this this isn't like um, 
oh, what was it, Speed Racer? Where it's like, <laughs> I just have the best car from the beginning, yes. Which is what one of the characters does, because again, he's the BMW kid. Mm. He's got daddy's fancy cars. I love how it's like, <laughs> I'll bet this car, and it's like, don't worry, I have a spare. It's like, how dare you? Okay, I'm sorry. I know you're just about to rate this, Kenny, but I Please. do need to change my rating to at least 8.5, because he does build a Segway, and I thought that was hilarious. Pari yeah. <laughs> <laughs> running around this like Segway, but it's like 1890, and I'm like, that's oh, spring okay. loaded Segway, yeah. <laughs> sorry, go, go, go. Um, oh, I gotta say, nine. Mm. It's, yeah, it's, it's gotta be show. a nine. Yeah, nine Wild West car races nice. because that's a mm. thing now. It is, it is. <laughs> Alrighty, a day at the breakwater. Now, I am pretty far behind on this one, so I will leave this in the humble, prepared hands of Kenny, who has watched a lot of uh, this, and it's mostly girls running around on, uh, oh, what would you call it? Not even running, they're they're sitting and fishing. They're sitting around, they're working with a... um, Fish, like little fishing lines and there's food and there's fish and there's stuff. Essentially, yes. What we are looking at here is comfy camp in a different place. Uh, so our series follows uh, Hina Tsurugi, a first-year student who moves to a town by the sea and she's more of an indoorsy kid. She likes her arts and crafts and little things with her hands more than anything. But she's suddenly sort of thrown or more or less dragged into the world of fishing <laughs> when an older student, uh, Yuki Kuroiwa, invites her to be part of the school's fishing club, the Breakwater Club. Hmm. Turns out there's a prestigious history to it all. It's been oh, there for a very long there time. Is. Oh, and the, oh, the club's going to shut down. Beat me to we it, We need Luz. another member. It, yep, oh, they, no. were, they were going along that line. And But here's the thing. They don't go for that full drama thing. Everything is very, very That's calm chill. and casual. Mm. Like fishing, like the sleepy little village that they find themselves in. Yeah, like a cute it's, seaside town. And it still does the thing that even Comfy Camp will do. It does you an educate. Yeah. It teaches you One about educate. the common kind of fishing that is done in Japan, how to do it, it how so best cool. to prepare the fish that you catch and cook them. It's how to a, catch certain fish, how you, you need to change different lines. To I want to go baits. fishing in Japan now. I want to go fishing. After I go camping. I was going to say, how about doing both? Yes, because I, even though we live in probably one of the greatest places to go camping, I don't want to do either of them here. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've met here, and I've I've met here. I I would prefer to meet. The sharks can't get stuff. you if you're on the land, guys. Yeah, uh, that's what you think. Wait, no, I've seen. I've seen Tokyo a video of a guy fish attack. I've seen that movie. No, <laughs> I, I actually saw a video recently of a guy pulling up a shark onto his boat and going, oh, oh beans, oh beans, oh now no. This, uh, <laughs> a lot of the scenes in this, like. It's beautifully drawn. It is beautifully they, it is animated. Beautiful. Yeah. They catch the light on the wave so well. It reminded me very much of um, a spot where I actually did do some fishing way back in my childhood, Hamlin Bay. Mm. You get to pet stingrays there. Ooh. Yeah, it's a little nice. WA yeah, um, I've got to be honest with you. I am not okay with how big stingrays are. <laughs> They're big and <laughs> slimy, no. slippery. No. Um, I love stingrays. A friend of mine introduced me to it and uh, she sent us messages and went, so uh, I'm kind of freaking out about how big stingrays are right now. <laughs> um, I did not realize they were that big. I did not realize they were bigger than us in some cases. And Have I'm you like, seen how manta big ray. manta rays get? Like the size yep. of this room. Yep. 
that is exactly where she went and sent me the picture, and now I'm not okay with it, and I'm not going in the ocean. Manta rays are friendly. <laughs> they won't. They won't hurt you. Well, okay. They don't have the word sting in their name, so nice. yeah, that's fair. They just want to love you. But yeah, you sort of have a bunch of colourful characters in this one. The club president is a. She's the uh, best. She's so amazing. funny. She is a conniving, sneaky fox so who looks lazy. for ways to get other people to do her job. <laughs> she's like an old man. She's yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. It's like, I don't feel like fishing today. Um, snap instead. <laughs> then you've got uh, their sort of like tall girl, very responsible kind of uh, club rep. Yeah, she's quiet as well. She's quiet, but also so very sweet. Mm. So tall. Mm-hmm. So tall. No, um, look, th- this I, I, it is on my back catalogue of stuff to watch. I, I missed out on so much because I went for a, I had a trip away this week, um, and I was like, I'm gonna watch all this stuff when I was away. Nope, had no time. <laughs> no, that's fine. Like, I think but. like this is such a good thing to keep on the backlog because mm. I've been watching it sporadically when I actually need a break. Mm. Like, I've put it on and been like, I need something chill. I don't want to think. I don't want to be stressed. Exactly. I want to watch something that makes me feel happy and makes me smile. And mm. as much as like got a high school and like a pie around man like all of those things have been really fun mm. i still think like this is like a cozy show like it makes yeah. you feel warm it gives you those kind of summery vibes and yeah it's really yeah it's delightful. like god of high school and stuff like that that's sort of like you know it's chugging pumped. a red bull and having a good <laughs> night out this is more like you know sitting down and having a cup of tea and because yeah. of the subject matter of it being fishing it's kind of like saying there's no rush. Yeah. Come back no to rush. this one. Yeah. 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 I like that. Um, what would you guys rate it? Um, I'm giving it a hard nine. This has been a good season. It has a really good season. <laughs> um, I think, like, it's it's not for everyone, but for the kind of show that it is, which is that kind of cozy Eurocamp mm. kind of thing, I'm going to give it eight wolf roaches out of ten. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm going to give it a manta ray. I, I, I out, just, just not one. not out of anything, out of, just a manta ray. Ray out of ray. <laughs> Come back they can have it. I don't need it. <laughs> Please take this off my hands. <laughs> now, on to something that is a bit higher stakes. We do need to talk about one of the shows which has returned. Um, it's sort out online, but before we get onto it, we want to play this cover of it. Now, as we always do, we love to reach out to our good friend Romy. Um, he does some pretty darn incredible covers, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. And this one's his cover of Anima by Rio Na, which is the current OP for the most recent season of um, Sword Art Online Alicization. <laughs> I'm 
向かい地の底で一人扉と鍵を探すおとぎ話はほら泡のように全部消えてカートを残像だけ次のページへ Yes, welcome back.、Um, we hope you didn't go anywhere during that soundtrack、um, because of our singing. Our singing is wonderful.、All、Let's right, get so stuck in. And、sort、Romy's singing is amazing. Yes, so,、uh, Romy's singing is just like every time. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> amazing guy. And、uh, I can highly recommend if you enjoy his songs, you can buy them on YouTube. And please、uh, not do. YouTube, please on、um, iTunes, on Google Play, and、mm-hmm. whatever they're rebranding that to now. Spotify, you can listen to all his music as well.、Yep. Good way to give them that passive income as well.、Mm-hmm. When、so. you download things on Spotify, and also for this podcast as well, it actually helps boost ratings and such. So、mm-hmm. if you're listening to something, make sure you download it as well, particularly with smaller、mm-hmm. artists like Romy, because it'll actually help them. Yeah. Just, you know.、Thing. One of those little hacks. We're just we're just making subtle suggestions to you. To buy buy our stuff. No. <laughs> <laughs> we have no stuff to buy. <laughs> buy Romy stuff. <laughs> buy Romy stuff. Okay, so Sword Art Online. We'll quickly run through this because we always talk about Sword Art Online because it's around all the time, and it's not everyone's cup of tea. And I completely understand that. So Sword Art Online's Alicization arc has finally come to an end. This has been fifth. Fifty-two episodes. Alicization, alicization. Yeah. Say it ten times fast.、Uh, alicization, 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 alicization. Well done. Now, 
This is, of course, A1 Pictures, PG-13, 11 episodes, no, 12 episodes this season. Um, light novel is its origin. It's continuing the sword art story we all know and some, some, some adore and some tolerate. Um, yeah, look. Yeah, look, <laughs> let, let's be honest. Like, the, sword art online would be great if the villains were better. That, that's yeah, kind of the biggest issue of the series. There are other issues with the characters, mm. but the biggest flaw of Sword Art Online is the villains, and they are one-dimensional. Yeah, they don't treat women well. Well, that 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 is literally, you know, they're bad because they're bad people to women. Yeah, that's it. Um, there's there's no more to them. They're just psychopaths. I can't do it. And that's their defining trait. So look, um, the final arc, um, actually the final two parts of Alicization were actually really well done, until Carito woke up. <laughs> All the other characters got to shine. They all got to develop themselves. They all got to yeah. showcase their skills and their importance. And then Carito comes in and God mods and wins everything. Mm. Everyone's just like, really? <sighs> really? What this has done, though, has lined up for a really exciting new season. Because they're now moving from being inside games mm. to addressing what it means to be alive. So, so they've got artificial intelligence. And wow, they've okay. They've got um, all these other things. That, like The whole re- part of Alicization was a program to build a ground-up artificial intelligence. So it's no longer about being inside games. It's about games, games being, being inside you? people. No, <laughs> the robots are going to take over. Oh, yeah, no. basically. Oh, um, so I, for one, welcome our robotic overlords. <laughs> I mean, if they look like Alice, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, th- that's this has come to an end. We don't know when the new season will come, if there's going to be another season or if they're just going to leave it here. To be honest, this would be a really good point to end on. I don't, um, but it makes so much money. It does. They're not going to end it, let's they be won't. honest. And it's over a decade it's been going now oh I gotta gosh, tell you really? I've pretty much wow. fallen off the wagon with this one After, yeah like, I finished at Mother's Rosario I enjoyed mm. that and I was satisfied and I stopped yeah, yeah that's fair it was it's just sort of it's dragging it, I it gotta is. tell you and to, to be honest I now feel more inclined to watch the new season of um, Log Horizon yeah. Because of the way their characters are handled as opposed to this. It's mm-hmm. a much more mature take on it is. Sword Art Online. Where, yeah. Whereas this definitely is trying to stay in that Shonen 15 age bracket. But it's been 10 years. They're, they've all moved on. Yeah. Come on, Ash Ketchum. It's time to grow one year exactly. older. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, need, they need development. They, they and need Kirito development. hasn't changed from like... Original Sword Art Online, like the first 10 episodes were just so incredibly good. And he underwent, Mm -hmm. he went through so much character growth in such a short amount of time. It made Sword Art is so fascinating to watch about so many things that happened so quickly and it was just awesome and then then it just changed just kind of it went went up and then it just it just it's just plateaued it's just plateaued and it hasn't really changed and all the characters are the same so i mean to be honest like they brought in guns and then they got rid of guns (laughs) so part three and four of alicization were really good because they went and changed the way the world was they took carito out of the equation so he was no longer involved he was essentially in a coma Mm -hmm. um and he couldn't do anything and you got to see literally like a Lord of the Rings size fight between you know the the army of the darkness and the army of the light. Still inside a game. Still inside a game. But that's why that's a problem because the stakes aren't high anymore. Well, they they were. Or is that a spoiler? Tm tm tm. That's too much information. Okay, all Um, right. The stakes are higher, but they're not. You are right. It is not the same as being. You know, in the you know Ability the to battle be for Helm's Deep or like something like that. Like you die in the game, yeah. you die in real life. That's mm. why Sword Art Online was cool at the start, mm. and then it was just kind of just and a game. While there were risks, the risks were only for certain people in this new yeah. one, so it's not the same. And that that's kind like that that's the problem. Like there isn't 
much of a stake anymore. Mm. And that, that that's kind of what's taken away from but it. But the fights are cool and yeah. the characters are cool. Animation's it's, still good. I just honestly the way the way that they treat the female characters, yeah. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. It is actually it's some like sometimes too, actually disturbing. Yeah. Like I it's really incredibly dislike how badly they treat their female yeah. characters and I just don't want to so, support look, it. So look, I'll give this five swords out of ten, but I, I can't you know, with good conscience, uh, be saying that, you know, you should definitely be watching Sword Art anymore. It's it just kind of like, if, if you're going to watch it, watch the first two, uh, first season. Oh, they're great. And, and that, mm, that's great. great. First yeah. season was awesome. I got to say, uh, my score really is, I log out. Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah I'm done. Much I'm it. logged yeah. out. Like, this, this is pretty much where I'm going to leave it. And I think mm. that's because maybe we are older as well. Like you mm. said, it's been going for a decade. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, try like, to think when, back when, to who you were 10 years well, ago. I was 22. Mm. So, you know, like... It, I don't know about you, but I was 22. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome to cut that. You're welcome to cut that. No. Um, moving <laughs> right. So, look, we'll, we'll, we'll leave Sword Art on there, Online there yeah. now. Uh, look, I mean, there, there are... Oh, well, uh, no, I, was I don't, say, I don't you feel... The, I don't uh, feel comfortable scoring yeah. it because I just... I, I Yeah, like you, I logged out a long time ago. Fair but, I mean, like, so I'm sure I mean, there's some people that love it and it's maybe just not us and that's also fine yeah. too. If you love it, that's also great. But I'm remember, you, you need to treat all people respectfully regardless of gender or race or heritage or even their language barrier. Or yeah. even and their tastes in video games. Or their taste in anime. Or their taste in anime. Well, um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Speaking of taste in anime. Queen's Choice, <laughs> a.k.a. I'm, I am going to judge you for this. <laughs> right, excuse me, if you were to talk about Queen's Choice, you shall address it as its full title. All My right. love, Queen's Choice, Evolve X Love. Thank you very much. Wow. I'm confused. Where is the part where it starts with Fate Grand Order of the Queen's <laughs> Choice of the My Love, Queen's Choice? Perhaps the sequel. But yes, My Love, <laughs> calling Queen's Choice, and then capitals, Evolve X Love. And just, you know oh. what? I have a lot to say about this you show. You have so <laughs> much to say about this show. It's oh not God. funny. It's because Please the leave. show kind of goes real fast and goes real hard. And boy, howdy. Okay, I'm going to try and tell you what this show is, but you're going to get confused and you're going to be like, but Loz, that doesn't make any sense. What mm. are you saying? And I'm going to be like, you know what? That means you're on the right track. <laughs> no one really. No one knows. It's just there's. Look, okay. It's based on an Atome game. It yeah. is a romance series with sci-fi elements. With multiple storylines. With multiple storylines, and because it's based on a Atome game, which yes, I did download, and yes, I did start playing, and <laughs> you know what? Only God can judge me now. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I like I've played a few uh, mobile Atome games. Um, this feels similar to Mystic Messenger. Um, if you've ever played that and you're mm. trash like me, um, <laughs> but instead of Mystic Messenger, which was more about like cyber hacking and kind of stuff, it, this is more about X-Men, I guess. <laughs> pretty much. They kind of have is, superpowers. This is the male harem X-Men edition. It's pretty dope, actually. I'm really into it. So um, there's a girl and her father has passed. So she has inherited the small TV production company. Stick with me. Now, she's, in, she's in charge of this TV production company and... She is investigating these kind of weird instances that's happening. Basically, the TV show that she's uh, making 
is kind of like conspiracy theories, but they yeah. don't say that exactly. They're kind of treating it like it's really serious when it really it's kind of just investigating conspiracy theories. But yeah. <laughs> so she starts kind of looking into that because that's what her late father was looking into and she's got his journal and of course it's all tattered and oh, it's emotional. But then of course there's four guys and there's kind of an intertwined plot line and they all know each other in a weird way. So you've got your four different boys and you know what? I'm going to run through them because... That's the most important part of the show. The, it's boys. the, it's boys. the boys. It's the boys. But I do want to mention before we move on, the female character's name is Watashi, which just means I. Yeah. It just means I. She's a literal self-insert. She's a literal self-insert. <laughs> which By I the think gods. is kind of adorable. Um, before I move on from talking about Watashi is I do actually like her. And that is one of the biggest things with these Otome reverse harem romance shows is if the female protagonist is annoying or boring or flat Mm. it makes it so hard to watch because the boys could be amazing and super interesting but if your main character that you have to spend all this time with romancing these attractive men is dull (sighs) it's just not interesting she's she's actually kind of cool like she's she's got motivations she's got an interesting ish kind of somewhat of a backstory thrown together um she's a bit sassy sometimes and she has other female friends and look that's more than uh, udapri or amnesia so a character (laughs) in a uh a tome game having actual friends and outside kind of people to the boys and they're supportive and they're not all terrible so look at that i know and that makes a big difference prospect Mm -hmm. all right let's go four boys real quick we have gavin you know not the most Attractive of names. Sorry, Gavins. His name's also supposed to be Haku, but they've chosen Gavin for some reason <laughs> in the English translation. So, hey, anyway, Gavin is my favorite. So that's why I'm starting mm. with him. So he's like an investigator detective. He used to be a delinquent in high school and he used to be her senpai in high school Ooh. and he used to be in love with her. Mm. Um, but he was like too busy getting to fights so he couldn't romantically, you know, mm-hmm. say I love you. Um, but now he's a, he's a cop and he's a good guy and he's also... An evolver. And then you've got Lucian, who's like the scientist researcher who's teaching her about like weird time warp. That was weird. That went right over my head. Anyway. He evil? Probably. Probably. Anyway, he's also an evolver. His name's Lucian. Of course he's evil. And then there's Kira, who's like the cute idol boy, and he's the blonde one, and he's really chill. Childhood Um, friend? No, but they do meet over their love of potato chips, and he calls her potato chip princess, which is adorable. That is kind of Then cute. there's Victor, who's awesome, and he's like the big business rival, and she comes up to him kind of like in spit, uh, skip beat style, and like, I'm oh. going to beat you, and yeah. I'm going to make sure that I, that. I get better than you because you were mean to me and my company. And so they've got this like rival kind of almost Fifty Shades of Grey, but like oh, wholesome kind of rivalry. That's and not he, possible. No. He's, <laughs> and, but he has like time stop magic, which is really cool. So all of them have different types of magic mm. and they're called evolvers. Again, you could just swap out the word evolver for X-Men and you kind of get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But she's also an evolver because she's special. And uh, look, yeah. it's, it's tropey and terrible, but... You love it. It is tropey to the point where it's... fascinating. It took me back to a dark part of my childhood where I read fan fiction. No, no. It's... No, no, no. We're moving right along. A lot Um, of its elements are very much taken out of stuff like that. It feels like a K-drama. Like, if you've ever watched a K-drama, it's over the top. Everything is a trope. Everything is too much. It's always dramatic. There's always cherry blossoms flying in the wind. And there's always, <laughs> oh, I, you were my childhood friend. And, oh, this is, I knew you. And you saved me from a car accident. And all these, it's just so much. Yeah. But because it's a giant dumpster fire. It's, it's covered Japanese in glitter, passions. 
you kind of can't look away from it and I'm actually really excited to keep watching it. Fair <laughs> enough. Okay. Um, how many dumpster fires would you give it? Um, I give it four hot dumpster fires out of four. I actually, I actually think for literally for its genre, mm. which is a, a trashy otome romance harem anime that you're getting into. If you liked Udapri, if you liked Amnesia, if you liked kind of those type of games, you will like this. It's mm. your thing. It's uh yeah, it's it's trash, but I have to give it credit. The writing is consistent, the characters are like very, very individual, the art is rather lovely. So I'm mm. giving this three evil twins with amnesia. Nice. I also before we move on, the mm. reason why it looks so good is it's from Drumroll. Oh, I don't have a drum roll, but okay, I've got well, a dumb tish. Insert drum roll later. Anyway, it's Studio Mapper. That's <laughs> oh, why it looks so good. Okay. And I was oh. like, why does this have such a giant budget? And then I looked at the game, and the game's like got over a million downloads. So it's obviously a huge oh. game, and it's got money to spend. So they got Mapper to do the anime. I was so, that's so why wrong. It looks really good. I do have a drum roll. Okay, well, just there you go. It was Mapper. Oh, it was Studio Mapper all along. Wow, woo! <laughs> <laughs> we normally save day. that for the awards ceremony, but this is too good. Anyway, yes, friend right. of the podcast, Studio Mapper. Um, yep. Watch it if you like trash romance, but not the kind of trash romance that's rent a girlfriend, the kind of trash romance that's. Passions. Utano Prince Summer. <laughs> that's passions. passions. Passions and K drama. Yes. Go cool. hang out with Evolve X Love. All right. Well, <laughs> now, now you need to talk to us about something uh, e- equally sort of. I don't. I wouldn't call it trashy. This is How definitely quite you. well done. Um, what it is trash or no? It's excellent. Okay, millionaire detective balance unlimited. Balance unlimited. Um, this is another one which was COVID delayed. Um, this was meant to happen last season. Uh, we watched the first two episodes and thought, oh, this looks kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then we, uh, I know me, and I haven't gotten back to. It. I don't know, Kenny. Did you watch any of it? I uh, got into episode three a bit, but uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I had to skip over it. All right, Loz, give us the rundown. Okay, so straight off the bat, if you like kind of Ocean's Eleven style kind of heisty movies with a lot of silly gadgets and kind of Tony Stark, Bruce Wayne style characters. And very, very pretty. But maybe you're also into Shonen Ai. This is for you. (laughs) Because um, it is, I mean, it is gay baity in the same way that like free... Uh, swim club is mm. kind of like that too so you know what i'm saying when i say that it's kind of like that uh they're very pretty boys and they're very fun characters but millionaire detective balance unlimited it basically revolves around two characters you've got your two boys you've got haru who's like actually a pretty cool protagonist he's a detective who's kind of mm. fallen on his luck and he used to be in the like top crime fighting division i know nothing about cops um and then he due to an incident uh couldn't uh wield a gun anymore and so they took him off the front lines and pretty much put him in like the basement kind of group where they do old old cases and nothing important um and he just looks overworked all the time he's got huge eye bags bless Mm. his soul um and he has to deal with Daisuke, who is the extremely he's he's the bruce wayne he's the extremely attractive and extremely rich millionaire Who's also uh, extremely arrogant. He's extremely arrogant, but he's it's really interesting because if you think about like if Bruce Wayne and Batman, but there was no Batman, but Bruce Wayne was also kind of an idiot. That's <laughs> that's who Daisuke is because he's really ignorant yeah. of the world around him, but he's got so much money and all these amazing gadgets, like such it's, cool gadgets. It's stupid. And how he's kind of got like got. he's got like an AI like Tony Stark does. That's like his AI he talks to. It's super cool. So even if you're into like gadgets and like stuff like that, watch it for that as well. Mm. Um, but it's about them and 
what unravels to be this quite actually mature plot. I thought it was going to stick with this kind of almost like uh, Bacano kind of yeah. style, mm. fun heist that was lighthearted. And at the end, Daisuke would be like, it's cool. I'll pay for everything. I'll buy this bridge so we can then blow it up 10 <laughs> seconds before we need to because there's a bomb on the bridge. And let me just transfer that payment. Cool. All right. Easy. Bought the bridge. Now we can blow up. It's fine. And then Haru's like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it actually goes into quite a dark kind of murder plot, which is actually mm. really cool. So um, super interesting, super into it. And it is fun also it has a running total at the end of every episode for yes. how much money they've wasted yeah like at the <laughs> end like there's like a title card i guess and it's like uh costs incurred this episode and yeah. it's like seven million yen and it's it's great it's, it's great. really funny um so yeah i kind of recommend this to people who like entourage kind of style things hmm. But no, I I'm definitely need to revisit it. It's on the follow-up list as well. With, it's um, pretty fun. I don't. Yeah. I can't give it a score until I watch more of it. But yeah. Yeah. I think it might be worth the time a day. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely is. And I think something that's also really nice is Cloverworks with the animation. Yeah. The animation designs for all of the characters look quite simple, but I think it's really effective because the backgrounds are incredibly oh, so detailed, detailed. And the way that they kind of mesh together is actually really nice. So Cloverworks did a great job. And I do want to talk about the voice acting because uh, Mamoru Miyano, who is, again, like the, he's like the Brad Pitt of mm. voice actors. He is just incredible. He's, incredible. he's top tier, creme de la creme. So he's Haru, who's the um, kind of uh, down on his luck detective. And then Daisuke is by a guy who's never done voice acting before. Really? And damn, he's good. And he's excellent. He's incredible. So what a cool way to kickstart his kind of career, putting him next to... The biggest. The biggest male voice, voice actor. So I actually that's really cool. So I really appreciate that from a voice actor perspective as well. But yeah, um, try Millionaire Detective. I think more people should be watching this and talking about it because I actually think it's super fun. Mm. And because it does take that darker kind of drama style yeah. plot. And the yeah, music for it. it is excellent. Oh, the oh. opening slaps so hard. It's so good. Like I know it's hard to say anything's better than the God of High School opening at the moment, but this comes an easy second for I me. Just, I just mm. want to know how much money was spent on giving the guy a theme song every time he enters a room. Yes, like he, a he, has like, he has a jazzy like interlude whenever he's like, allow me to pay for it. And he just kind of yeah, <laughs> it's a little jazz. And I'm like, it gets really fun. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone's really just watching that going, how are you making that music, sir? <laughs> sir, uh, you're allowed to join the group, but only if you turn off that horrible theme music. What theme music? What theme music? <laughs> like, no, he pretty much walks in. And he's like, shh. I buy I buy this entire building so I can play my theme music. Shut up. <laughs> That's pretty much how Dice right. goes down. <laughs> now, we need to get on to the last one. It's a big one. It's fantastic. It's on Netflix. It's colourful. It's acid-drenched. It's an original anime. And I, I'm really surprised because it's by Wit Studio and we thought that they were too busy to do stuff right now. Well, look, I, same thing at, like, at Mapper. How are you... How are you pushing out all of these shows it's nuts and yeah with studio you'd think they've just come out of doing vinland saga and then they're mm. like oh we can't do attack on titan because we're too busy and it's like well Why? apparently you're not that I unless that's because they've been making the great pretender instead yeah. yeah i think this is where all their time has gone to the great pretender holy cow it's beautiful i've never seen anything like it it's Man. so unique and it's just yeah you're right i've never seen anything like it and to basically describe the great pretenders animation you take kind of um they're not extremely unique character designs but like just think of like an anime character but like a kind of modern kind of cool anime character i don't know where i'm going with that but the backgrounds are bright and rainbow and psychedelic mm. and mm. it's 
awesome. Uh, I think uh, character design wise, if anyone's seen Carol and Tuesday, okay, those yep. characters Carol have a very Tuesday similar to look to them with JoJo backgrounds. With JoJo backgrounds, because it's that kind of color, it's that kind of insanity. It's just bright, kind of crazy. I mean, this is set in the uh... Florida nineties. Yeah, yeah. This no, is... not Florida. Um, Los Angeles. Sorry. Well, this, well, well, it's, it's all over the and place. And then Singapore, yeah. the first yep. case, and then the Paris. first like. <laughs> Yeah, the episodes are divided into cases. Every four or five episodes, they change to a different case. They change to a different heist, a different villain. A different location as well. You learn to hate these villains. They Mm. are the scum of the earth. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about what the Great Pretender is. Well, the Great Pretender is Masato Edamura. He's supposedly Japan's greatest swindler. Mm -hmm. But he can't be because he's just been swindled himself. So together with his partner, Kuda, they try to trick a Frenchman in Asakusa, but unexpectedly get tricked themselves. The Frenchman, whom they try to swindle, turns out to be Laurent Thierry, a much higher level confidence man, a con a.k.a. Man. con man, <laughs> um, in control of the mafias, apparently. Um, Edamura is yet to find out what fate awaits him after having engaged in the Frenchman's dirty jobs and gotten himself in a little bit of entrapment. <laughs> now, yep. one thing I do have to point out, which I thought was amazing, mm. that in the first episode, when they're both trying to speak English it's to each other yeah, to communicate, yeah. and then they put this sign up on the screen, which just says, "From now on, for viewer to, for viewing pleasure, we're going to translate all conversations into Japanese." Yeah, because like, and like they changed is that speaking oh, Japanese to, uh, to Edamura. Yeah, and it's like. Look, let's just pretend from here on they're speaking each other's language. <laughs> yeah. And they also do that for the English dub as well. Yeah. They say for for convenience, everyone will now be talking in English. Yeah. And it's like they had their weird sort of like accent going on. Mm. Um, uh, Lawrence, very, very French, very, very fluid kind very of accent. Very Parisian, yeah. And uh, Edmure is very, very kind of like, ooh, much Japanese. It's It's... Accent is always it sounded sort of hard like to pick the Japanese up. voice actor was actually speaking English. Yeah, exactly, and did. I think that's what it was. Like for the first like ten minutes, like the Japanese voice actors were actually just speaking the English lines, and then they're like, "Cool, okay, now we swap over to the dub cast, which is also exactly." Mm-hmm. And oh, there's just something very, um, very self-aware about that. Yeah. it was cool. Like it, it was just a fun, it's it's fun little tidbit. To. But look, this is one of those shows that is. You know how, like, we say, like, there's one show that comes out sort of every year that just kind of blows you out of the water by how unique it is. Mm-hmm. This is kind of up there. Oops, I don't think I rated Millionaire Detective Balance oh. Unlimited. Is it going to be a couple of million dollars? Balance Unlimited. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I give it like eight unlimited balance cards out of ten. I guess. Anyway, I just thought I'd just be like, oh, no, I didn't rate that. Anyway, back to Great Pretender. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Look, as I was saying, this is like one of those ones that comes around that just for some reason grabs a hold of audiences. Mm. And the reason this is going to do that is because the outro is Freddie Mercury singing (laughs) The Great Pretender. That's really cute. one thing about it that just, uh, just oh, it stands out. It's like Freddie Mercury's Great Pretender, just a classic song, and then there's cats dancing around. So cute. Mm. They actually play a part in the story later, but uh, yeah, that's getting ahead of ourselves again. Kind of like how I was talking about Millionaire Detective, Bounce Unlimited. If you like kind of con movies like Ocean's 8 and stuff like that, you'll probably like this. And what I was thinking about The Great Pretender is this is the kind of anime that you show to your parents. Like this is the one that you show to someone who doesn't like anime because it feels so accessible. It feels like a Hollywood action kind of con man Mm. flick. Um, The animation is so unique and interesting that doesn't feel like inverted commas anime kind of style. So that kind of makes it a bit different. Um, it blends like classic Hollywood movie 
with classic anime tropes and it just makes it really fun for like new weebs, old weebs and non-weebs. Now, I think this is, uh, the way you've put that is perfectly right. This is the anime you show your friends who are into heist movies and into like, you know, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and stuff. Mm. Just Just like like, Megalobox was the one you'd show all your your sports friends. Well, there's also the fact that the setting is particularly different and constantly Mm. changing is that it starts in Japan for the first uh Five, uh, 15 minutes of the first episode, mm. but then you're in Los Angeles for yeah, a good long time. Yeah, then you're in Hollywood, mm. and then you're in Singapore, exactly. and the way that they make, like if you've travelled to these places, it looks exactly like that. Yeah. If a bit more colourful. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> like, but if a rainbow vomit all over it. Um, and they've put in extra detail into making sure that you really like feel like you're there, and the, the way that they've done the setting is just wonderful. And then there's the characters. We it's... haven't even talked about the characters, and they're oh. great. They are. They really are. Everyone has like a deep kind of a story, which oh you want in something like this. Absolutely. It's like these people, the th- our three like main cast, they are dirty four, rotten. Four. Sc- sorry. Four. Oh four yes. Main- well, sorry. Yeah, but I mean, uh, nah. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the main cast, they are dirty rotten scoundrels. <laughs> to actually, to actually, you know, take the quote from a film, which I feel very much like inspired this anime. Mm. Great 90s film, love it. But yeah. there is a reason behind each of them as to why they're doing this. Mm. They mm. steal from the rich and give to themselves. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> it's there is like a motive behind it all. They have reasons. Absolutely. Mm. Which, is, which is good because you to need reveal, people to actually have a reason for doing these things. To reveal too much more would be spoilerific, of yeah, course. I, but I, I wouldn't want to because I want people to watch this and find it out for themselves. Like these characters are so interesting. Um, but I quickly just kind of run through. So you've got Paula, Abigail, Laurent and Edamura or Edamame as he's called by everyone. <laughs> so Edamame and it's actually in the credits. It actually says Edamame instead oh. of Edamura. <laughs> I didn't That's notice gross. that. Yeah, this is super cute. Um, and they're all from different walks of life, different backgrounds, and they reveal those um, stories over time, and it's really interesting. Mm. And then basically each case file, and there's three out of four case files yeah. out at the moment. I think it's 14 episodes at the moment. Yes, and so the last case file, which is Lawrence's case file, I'm so mm. excited, comes out in two days, yeah. and I'm dying because I really want it right now. Um, but they're so interesting why they go into this particular heist. Why are they screwing over this particular person for their money? Mm. It's because this person wronged them in this way or this is why. Yeah. And like, they're kind of good con men, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we do have to wrap it up because we get, we, this episode has gone on pretty long already. We're over an hour and a half. So we do Woo! have to finish up. Um, but Great Pretender, what would you give it? Honestly, I'm actually finding it really hard to find a fault with I it. I had a score for it, but uh, it was stolen by some con men. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's a solid nine until I see the final episode. Then yeah, it's probably a ten. Yeah. I feel well. like I can't give it a full ten out of ten until I see part four, but yeah. it actually it's writing ten out of ten right now. Yeah. Like it's there's it's up not there. many faults it's in there. Great. Everything's mm. really interesting. Do yourselves a favor, it's on Netflix. Yeah. See it. Yes, Watch definitely it. do. Um now we do have one last song. That we have to end on. This is another banger because, you know, that's what we like to do here. We like to give you something to bang your head to. Um, this is the God of High School opening again. <laughs> Contradiction, but so good. with we a, played twist. It twice. a twist. So this is the Japanese version. So she, this has been all translated into Japanese. There's no English in it anymore. And it's been covered by Shiro Neko, who uh, did all the translations, her graphics, her mixing for it. Wow. It sounds great. So have a listen.
where we need to leave things for this episode thank you so much for joining us we realise it was a bit of a slog because uh, it is a season in review these ones generally are that's what happens we talk so much we do <laughs> um, to, to be honest it's a good job we didn't have a fourth person in I think we'd probably be too yeah. quick in two hours um, but before we do move on to what's coming up three picks what are your three picks from this season um, I'm going to take Got a High School, obviously, Great Pretender, obviously, and then it's a really hard to pick the third. Yeah. But um, I think about of all the things I've really, really enjoyed, uh, 
it's really hard to choose between a pyro-run man or millionaire detective. Um, yeah. I'll take I'll take balance unlimited. I'll balance take millionaire detective. Kenny, yeah. what are your thoughts? Uh, it's got to be a pyro-run man, decadence, and great pretender. Honestly, these are oh. like the big standout ones for, for you. Um, I'm in a similar boat. I'm definitely got a high school, and I'm 50-50 between a pyro-run man and decadence, but I'm going to have to go decadence, and. Um, I'll put Rent a Girlfriend it. in there. there. It, is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it had to be said. It had no, to I agree. Be said. It, is, it is good. It, it's a dumpster fire, but it's my dumpster fire. It does what the dumpster <laughs> fires do best. <laughs> it does. All right. So next episode, you know what's coming. More Max. Godzilla. Oh, Mecha Godzilla. No. Excellent. No, no. It's yeah. a new anime season, oh, guys. Okay. Come oh, on. Yeah, jeez, yeah. jeez. Okay. And the next anime season, Autumn, is so chock full of so many amazing things. It I'm really so is. so excited. Inuyasha Haiku. Oh, my God. Woo-hoo. And if you've enjoyed listening, please show you, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button to get our next episode. Mm. Also, mm. don't forget to head over to our Instagram and our Facebook page for more breaking news and videos. Oh, and I believe we've got a new social. We have a new social, our Twitter at Kawaii Anime. Yeah, so head over onto that. You've been listening to Kawaii Radio. Thank you for joining us once again. And until next time, watch, watch some anime! anime.